0: Welcome to Talk Cosmos, the show where Sue Rose Minahan and her panel of guests bring you leading-edge astrology conversations through a journey of soul growth patterns connecting astrology's energetic cycles. Get ready to understand your path in the cosmic roots of the stars.
1: Hello, I'm Sue Rose Minahan host of Talk Cosmos. And today is September 26, 2021. It happens to be when Mercury decided to turn its retrograde apparent motion in the sky. So we're reviewing things. And that's really the crux of a major focus that has been on the minds of astrologers and really of historians and people interested in our history and constitution. And without even knowing it, the very fabric and matrix of our um, consciousness here in this country of the United States. You might say, of course, elsewhere as we're increasingly interconnected. I am showcasing today a wonderful astrologer, intuitive author, teacher, and consultant, Daniel Feverson from Santa Fe. In his book, America at the Crossroads, it illustrates an earlier date July 6, 1775, as the true Revolutionary War chart for our independence. It happened to be, as well, Daniel will explain the history involved with this, but it's the only chart that happens to have a historical reference, because astrologers have been always fraught with the question, is it the Sibley chart on the 4th of July, the following year? And because at 510, but it's been rectified. So there's major questions. And he'll focus on these issues also. It's a, And along with other reasons. Let me tell you a bit about Daniel Feverson, an astrological intuitive author, teacher, a student of astrology, I Ching, Tarot, and Kabbalah since the 60s when Uranus and Pluto made their infamous conjunction in Virgo which of course is resonating with its 50 year back in uh, square during 2012 to 15 and is still making mainstream changes in our thinking he says that mythology and astronomy inform his work his core astrological training is through jeffrey wolf green but he sees astrology not as a cookbook science but the actual context of life experience is absolutely what I believe, and I'm so glad to be associated in this interview with him. And it correlates to the birth chart. As a composer of Saisap, he interacted with a diversity of metaphysical practitioners, participated in study groups, reading the Seth material, and studied George Gerchief's, Gerchief's, uh work. Again, a very uh, fundamentally uh, philosophical work that is deep potential potentiality in our consciousness today. Daniel is an initiate of Sarat Shabad yoga, and forgive me if I'm not saying that quite correctly. He is a publisher of several books. He's published articles in the Journal of Evolutionary Astrology, Esar. Newsletter, NCGR newsletter, Santa Fe, New Mexican. And Daniel is from or living in Santa Fe, New Mexico. He publishes regularly on YouTube, which happens to be the EA Zoom channel, and the astrological weather reports, as they're called. And he enjoys organic gardening, herbalism, rock hounding, exploring the Four Corners, which I think he may have come from recently, and photography. And you can find his website for, that's a number for evolutionary astrology on, well, Google it or go to Talk Cosmos. And thank you for subscribing to Talk Cosmos. Thank you for coming to this channel, YouTube and podcast. And so I welcome you, Daniel.
2: <laughs> thank, thank, thank you, Sue. It's, 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 it's a great pleasure to be here. Thank you for inviting me.
1: Well, it's really equally to have discovered your really wonderful work that you present on the EA channel and uh, just all of your, I have your book, The Crosswords of America, which is very fascinating with its charts. And I think you're gonna edit it um, and do a new edition of it. I know I just got it on Amazon. But tell me, how did you come to the Revolutionary War chart?
2: Yep, thank, thank you. It's it's a it, it's a good place to start. Um, you know, life is all about coincidence, but I don't believe in coincidence. I believe it's just a, some synchronicity that we don't we haven't yet figured out. Um, and my friend uh, Ariel Gut, Gutman, um, who who wrote the uh, the uh, Venus Star book um was living here for a number of years and when she moved um you see behind me most of the, these books that you see are many of them i've acquired you know f- by buying old pe- people's uh, libraries and and uh used books and she She said she had some books to sell and I went over there and I picked it up. It was called uh, was published by an English woman named Helen Boyd, and it was called The True Chart of the United States. I picked it up. I said, Ariel, tell me about this. And she said, well, you know, I I collaborated with Jim Lewis, who realized astro cartography. Jim believed that this was the true chart. That was all I had to hear. Um, the book, um uh, Helen, Helen worked with sidereal astrology, so I had to go back and kind of, you know, fiddle with it a little bit, um, to, to come up with the same ascendant that she did, but it's, uh, the, the, the chart is, is quite remarkable. Um, I, I, I want to say up front that, you know, astrology works, so all astrology works. I am not diminishing the importance of any of the July 4th, uh, seventy-six charts. Um, there are three of them. There's the Sibley, which you mentioned. There's a Gemini rising. There's a Virgo rising. There's a Scorpio rising, which are four. Um, but uh, this, this chart uh, happens to be the only one that has any uh, real historical corroboration, any any references, because uh, it, it is entered in the journals of the Continental Congress on July the uh, July fifth, seventeen seventy five, that the Continental Congress passed an act to bear arms against Great Britain. Uh, yes, there was Lexington and Concord, which preceded this act. But those were defensive actions; those those were a response to the incursions by the redcoats uh, in in the, in the mm. colonies. On this date on july fifth seventeen seventy excuse me july sixth seventeen seventy five uh, Congress actually declared war and hired uh, there was the, the the day before they hired George Washington as the commander of chief and and raised a standing army so it it is the beginning, it is the beginning of the american revolution and um as 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 I said, you know when we were kind of chatting earlier, when, when a colony declares war on its mother country. It, it, by default, it it it, uh, it it ends all economic and political ties on that date. The thirteen American colonies became an, an independent sovereign state.
1: That is exceptional, and of course, Jim Lewis is really a cre- uh, credited uh, uh, has credentials. You might say, as in all of astrology, with his astro- um, and Ariel Goodman and yourself. So this. And I agree on this. To, to, that would eliminate any sense of friendship. I, um, I think all of us are listening aptly. And I'm wondering then why you hold it to, though to be true, a true chart for the United States.
2: Well, it, it, because of the reasons I've just stated, because of the historical corroboration. But I've been working with this chart for over two years now, and I've run many historical events against it. And most recently, I've been, you know, charting all, all of the current events in our country. I, the, the book that you mentioned, America at the Crossroads, is an, uh, an examination of the 2020 presidential election. And it, it's just remarkable. Uh, what what has come out of it and you'll see today as as we go through it i'm i'm going to you know show you some of the current transits to this chart and and you'll see that it, that it's remarkable and 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 i'm also going to walk through some of the you know the high points of the chart itself
1: okay well then i am ready because i would love to hear what significant facets of that chart that really speaks to you and therefore to us i'm Thank you so much, Daniel.
2: Well, let me share the screen. Just get the right thing up here.
1: And we are aware, just while Daniel's doing this, that some of you are on podcast, And, of course, Daniel's very uh, focused and able to explain. But you can always uh, check them out, too, when you get to some software. But our YouTube people will have that advantage to really note the chart, while, while okay,
2: is. so so this is the chart, and um, you know, I, I guess I'm going to start right with the Libra rising. Uh, zero degrees of Libra rising as an ascendant. You know, the ascendant is how we meet the world, and we we are this our country is all about equality. Um, we have to re- remember that when the United States started in the 1700s, this was a social experiment. It, we we were the first country. That that took on the notion of govern government by you know governance by the governed. Uh, there was no king. There was there was no uh, royalty. Uh, there were people who were elected, uh, you know, by 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 the electorate, and it was a total social experiment we're still in that social experiment, 250 years later, we're still, we're still working with it. And we, we have learned, you know, where that experiment has failed and where that experiment has, has succeeded. And that that's part of what we're struggling with now is, is seeing, you know, the, 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 places where the work really still needs to be done to achieve this experiment because we're dealing with human nature and human nature is, is the broadest spectrum of expression on the planet. So, uh, you know, it's 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 been it's been quite a journey for all of us, but but this is really what it's about. Um, the the things that that really jump out to me. I'll, I'll stay with the ascending here for a moment. Uh, you know, in, in evolutionary astrology, we start with Pluto. I'll come to Pluto, but uh, with you know Mars conjunct Neptune and Saturn, this uh, this wide stellium. Uh, it's it's it, Neptune is is out of orb with Saturn, but they are they are all chained together. Right, right on the ascendant is is remarkable. Uh, Mars, Mars and Saturn is you know it's how we meet the world as I said. We we see we see the world as uh we are we are the world's police force. We we have come out there and we have tried to structure and 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 project our own um. Philosophy and our own laws and uh, our own way of living onto the world around us, and it's echoed in, in this Aries seventh house. You know that we literally project this this Martian. You know we send our troops all over the world. We always have. Uh, it's 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 part of who we are. Uh, but the Mars Neptune, I think, also speaks to some of the problems that we have had with our governance, because the 12th house is, is is hidden enemies, it's secret enemies, it's things that happen behind the curtain that we don't know about, and, you know, clandestine activities, you know, and, and we know, again, that our history, especially our, our most recent history in the 20th century is filled, filled with this, but we can go back and study history, we can find that the that 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 politics and the way things are handled have always been kind of a backroom uh, backroom event, uh, not necessarily, um, you know, up front, and we're still struggling with one man one vote as well. Uh, so you know, I think this is all reflected here. Ju- Jupiter and Uranus up here in the ninth house. You know, the ninth house is, is our is our uh, national philosophy. It's it's the religion. It's it's uh, it's the way that we uh, we uh, the cosmology, if you would, that uh, is is behind what we believe. And and the, and the word that I first put on here is manifest destiny. It's it's this sense that you know every, this belief, you know, back in the early nineteenth century, that everything from Maine to California should belong to the United States. Um, you know, if, if we look at Pluto in the, in the, in the, in the fourth house, we, we can see that the, the past that we came, we, we lost our homeland, the, the, the founding fathers, the, the, the Puritans, the pilgrims, um, they they came here seeking a new life, seeking a new home, and they they were unable to successfully express their political or religious views where they were, and and they came here to do that, but they brought that same trauma with them, and and um, which is clearly reflected by Pluto in Capricorn in the fourth house and an heiress there as well, and unfortunately, you know, our history has been, you know, well, you know, I didn't, I lost my homeland, so I can take yours. Uh, th- this is this is exactly how manifest destiny unfolded. Um, I, I I just uh, p- published a, an homage to to the Navajos, the Diné, the people, the Navajo people of uh, Arizona, um, who who were totally displaced. Uh, you know, the, the army came in and 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 burned their fields, burned their orchards, uh, marched them four hundred miles away where they had no water for their uh, to their, grow their crops, no no uh, no food for their their livestock. Uh, th- this is our history, and it 's been repeated over and over and over again.
1: Uh,
2: th- 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 you know history unfortunately is always rewritten by the victor and so much of American history as we recognize and I use the word American very carefully because America really describes everything mm-hmm. from Joe de Fuego up to the Arctic Circle. but um, most of United States history has been rewritten. Um, uh, it's, it's really not, you know, it's not necessarily the way that it, that it happened. Um, I, I like to refer people to Ken Burns, the West, if, if you have PBS mm-hmm. to watch it, uh, it's the best history book I know of at the moment in terms of what's really happened and, and led up to a lot of the issues that we're dealing with today, um, including the, the, the revisiting the American civil war, um, the Venus is conjunct the north node in Leo, the nodes in Leo and Aquarius, I think are quite significant. It, you know, we, 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 we meet the world as our self self anointed, reconciler and adjudicator. Mm-hmm. And um, the periodic struggles about self worth and individuality within the community. And the the North Node is probable future evolutionary paths that include communities uh, built upon principles of equality and humanitarianism. It's it's not it's not all bad. We we have the right idea, we have the right ideals, but we've struggled to to actually manifest them. Uh, we, we've we've manifested the economy, we've manifested uh, the prosperity in most cases for some some of us, not all of us clearly. Um, but we have not manifested the, the the idealism that this that the that the the founding fathers actually brought with them. Uh, it's it's taken all these years, and we're still not there. Uh, there's there's still conflicting tensions between the indi- individual consensus and and uh, the, the current Uranus uh, Pluto uh, Uranus uh, Saturn square right now. Um, it clearly speaks to that. Um, so looking through my notes you know with the sun in uh cancer in the 10th house you know we think we're the world leader um and it's about family values and security and security has been a big word you know ever since 9-11 it's the you know the homeland security right mm. uh, to- totally but it's interesting because though this uh this chart doesn't show it the i i just have uh, um um just these uh some of the basic aspects here but there are very few aspects to the u.s sud which is which in uh astrology is is that it's described as being orphaned and this speaks to the isolationism that we that we have also suffered uh you know we we didn't want to get into world war Two. it uh uh, it, it, it said that that um, Roosevelt actually you know, sent all the World War uh, One you know, warships out into the middle of the Pacific so the Japanese could get to them you know easily. Um all, all, all these things you know come into play that there, that there's been a, a, a resistance at the back end to actually manifest or achieve the, the idealism that that our country was founded on. Um, and crises from the inability to achieve universal racial equality. Uh, ra- racism didn't begin with the Civil War; it came over on the Mayflower, and the Civil War was was the the first eruption of it, and we're still experiencing it. Uh, segregation, just uh, r- racism, uh, slavery, just became segregation. Um, it, it really hasn't changed; it's it's still a form of slavery. Uh,
1: you know daniel i'm just thinking a couple of comments that Please. actually are supported yeah and pardon but i am thinking about um the fact of the, okay in the fourth house oh and i want to mention to people this is july 6 1775 at 11:03 a.m. in philadelphia for a chart and it has a 0 degrees um Ascendant, and I wanted to, well, I was going to mention about the fourth chart, but is that zero degrees actually for the whole chart? That is the chart, zero degrees. Yes. Amazing, because that's so cardinal, and it's also the the vernal equinox. Well, well,
2: think about it. All of of these angles are cardinal. All of our identities, all of the U.S. identities in the world are very initiatory, very enterprising. That's who we are as, as an American.
1: It's very true. And I'm realizing, too, also with the um, planets in the in the uh, angular houses, you know, one, four and ten here. But back to the fourth, because I'm realizing when I totally agree with this, uh, the fact that you're bringing up about displacing. is like, okay, I can't have my land, I'll take your land. And it is with this idea of the difference in values that land and water can be given, that it isn't just universal. You know, that the Native people, that we call Native, but the original, the people living on the areas, on the Americans, didn't consider this um, resources, the natural resources, to be purchased or bought, you know, that it was, you used it, but you were always thankful. It's such a difference. What I'm getting at is that Venus, that real truth of um, of value. And really, it's a matter of practice and theory. So I am so glad to have you bring forth um, continuing. Did you want to talk more about that chart? Or... well well
2: well just I just want to add you know, that, that you know it's Uranus Uranus has the sense of superiority uh Uranus can get very you know vertical uh mm. with, with others and it's conjunct Jupiter in Gemini okay in the rational yes. mind in this in this, this sense of so uh they, they 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 came from Europe which had you know thousands of years of history it happens that the history here goes back even farther. Uh, you know they 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 trace their you know back to the Romans perhaps, but uh American history perhaps or u s history goes back you know even farther than that but the point yeah, being ten thousand years perhaps they true.
1: they
2: they they saw the indigenous people as inferior so they 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 had no no comp- compunction to compulsion whatever the word is to, to just take what they had they they, they were yeah. because they felt that they were they were a superior race Elitism. And, and, yeah, elitism. Right, right. Exactly. So, so, you know, th- this is really what this is really what has gone on. Um, the, the Leo Aquarius um, lunar axis, I think, it also is very important because the the the, the Aquarius uh, south node, you know, again, is a sense of exile, uh, that, that we, they were cast out of, of where they were. And it's interesting that the nodes are also stationed. Uh, the, no- the nodes, you know, mm-hmm. station once a month. And it's 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 a drilling down. It's kind of like holding a a, a magnifying glass up to the sun and focusing the light on, on on a single point, and it and it just bursts into flame. Uh, th- that's the kind of burning in. Uh, uh, kind of, of, uh, effect that these nodes are having over the years. And, and the, the North node in Leo is about self-actualizing what we are going through now with COVID and with, with all the political polarity, and we'll get to the polarity because we're going to talk about the Neptune opposition, but, but it, it's, it's, we are all being forced to self-actualize, um, uh, even if we hadn't thought about the fact that it, it, people who have gave no thought to personal growth are growing uh, wh- whether they want to or not and those and those of us who have been you know consciously engaged with it are have this additional impetus this additional uh, ability to to really focus on what's essential in in terms of our own growth and 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 individually and collectively Um, so it, you know, it's, it's all, it's all working out the way it's supposed to, but you know, it, it, like, you know, nobody promised us a rose garden, um, is, is is this the best that I can say? Um, we, 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 we grow through crisis. Um, Mm -hmm. that, that's how we learn, you know, somebody can smoke for 20 years and, you know, everybody in their family and their friends said, you got to stop smoking. But when they wake up in the middle of the winter and they can't breathe and they end up with pneumonia in the hospital, they stop. So it, it's unfortunately the, the human nature that we don't want to change. We don't change until we have to because uh, it, it is it, true, it, it, you know. And this is this is the cancer cancer son. We we hold on to what's familiar. We hold on to what we know because even though we we, we know there's a pain there, it's a known pain. Uh, what, what's out there that's different is unknown and and it's it's scary. So, so we, we, kind of, we kind of, you know, stay in place as, as long as we possibly can. as and, and it's human nature. It's just human nature. It's, I don't think that that's just true of our country, but it's especially true um, in, in some cases.
1: Well, it is. And right now is really um, an evaluation, as you said, through this experiment that you know growing up here of course we don't consider it such an experiment but the fact is it is when you really get associated with the rest of the world with their sovereignties of 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 kingship and all of that right right yeah well we i have other questions i'd love to ask i'm um and i think maybe we'll have to well we could begin we have a couple of minutes um because, right, a lot of this research and, 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 and inter- interrogation of that chart it, it, to get support from it is by you observing what activated in the chart. So, is there something that you might begin to comment on that what you currently observe in this chart? And then we'll, of course, sure. pick it up at, after this little break in a moment or two. Oh, good. Sure.
2: Sure, this, this 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 is actually the transits for today. And and I'm gonna kind of run through this. Um you know we we you know that I have been writing about ERA since uh, 2015. And we can see if I can I can even
1: animate this and, and show you. Um well we can do that after the break too, because okay. we have, I think, just a moment or two. But for people's um we're still on the July 5th or 6th, 1776, 1770- Five, chart at 1103 for those that can't see it and it is for today with this wonderful retrograde that we're beginning to review things september 6th and um or 26th very good go ahead it was the, well this the this, one
2: this, yeah. this square from transiting pluto to transiting eris has been the the uh the underpinning of, of everything that's been happening to us for the past, well, I'd say since 2015. Um, it, it really came into orb around 28, uh, 2016. Um, uh, Donald Trump was nominated as a candidate for the GOP in 2020, he was elected. In 2020, we, we, uh, COVID broke out, excuse me, 2019 COVID broke out. Um, Eris is the goddess of, of chaos and discord. Uh, she's highly understood okay um she's she's basically castigated and um and made culpable for the trojan war um and she was uh, she did st- she did start the trojan war but what we don't m- most people don't realize or know is that at the end of the trojan war first of all all, all of the, the it was the end of the greek uh, civilization and that's that's uh, greek classical age Um, And I think that's an important, important point. She brings about uh, the end of something which, which needed to end, but but just couldn't get there. But at the end of the Trojan War, a member of the Trojan royal family named Aeneas, and anybody who studies mythology has heard that name, uh, sailed to Italy, he founded the city of Rome, which lasted for a 1000 years. So Eris, from from my perspective, Eris was responsible uh, for the, the foundation of the Roman Empire, uh, which, which came as a result of uh, the end of the Trojan War. So she, she brings about great, great uh, events uh, through, yes. cat- through, through cataclysm, through cataclysm. Okay. Um, the, the, other, the other thing that, that I just want to throw in here, this, this square from uh, uh, Pluto, this last quarter square from Pluto to Eris, has not occurred in Capricorn and Aries for 2700 years the last time this same uh, aspect occurred was the axial age when homer and hesiod yes. and confucius and pythagoras the the, the 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 great thought streams of western civilization yes. came onto the planet at that time this is the impact the import of the time that we are passing through
1: it is pivotal Absolutely. And I am so glad to have you because we have been talking a little bit about this in different sequential um, um, prior uh, um, Cosmos programs just lately. The fact that our whole consciousness has to get rerouted, rerouted, we could say, and it is because Eris, S-E-R-I-S for those people that may not because it gets close with Ares, which is A, you know, but Eris she asks these questions that are by themselves get to the core of a, of a of a of a of a of a need which we are doing too really with this whole thought to get from practice to to theory of the idealism that can really be useful practice for this nation that we're living in yeah, she, she, it,
2: she, she unravels what's totally knotted up
1: yes that's it we will be returning in a moment i'm with daniel feverson of santa fe evolutionary astrologer and we're talking about the true revolutionary chart we'll be right back on top cosmos thank you we take a break from this week's edition of Talk Cosmos, let's take a look at this cycle's archetype. We are currently in the Yang period of Libra, ruled duly by Venus. By leaving the lower hemisphere of the self, the energy of Libra enters the arena where the completed self meets the other-than-self to form a relationship based on partnership. As a cardinal air sign on the descendant angle, represented by the equinox of equal light, Libra's energy learns through comparison and relationships with the intention to integrate duality and polarities. Old world
3: travelers never began a journey without a compass. And today, smart travelers won't leave home without a map or GPS to navigate the journey ahead. But when it comes to your journey through life, how do you get your guidance? By aligning numerology and astrology's wisdom. Combining numerology with astrology offers a great spectrum of insightful meaning for your personal yearly, monthly, and daily numbers. And to help you navigate these numbers to discover your best daily route, numerologist Liz Mouchette along with Gloria Riley, an Egyptian numerologist, and intuitive consultant Jenny L. Sinclair have co-authored the book Gateways to Change 2018 and Beyond – Keys to Navigating the Seas of Life Using Numerology and Astrology. In addition to the book, Liz is also hosting a Gateways to Change workshop this fall, which complements the book to guide you to your life's journey and explore how to use the resources offered in the book. Copies of the Gateways to Change are included in the registration fee. The Gateways to Change book is now available to order on Amazon. And to register for the workshop, you can contact Liz at her website, alightpath.com, or send her an email at mouchette M-U-S-C-H-E-T-T, at gmail.com. Let Liz be your compass as you continue your journey here on Earth.
0: If you'd rather listen to the show archives with audio only, the entire podcast collection since 2018 is available on most podcast carriers. So grab your coffee, tea, or kombucha and enjoy the show. This is Dawn Glinsky from 6 O'Clock Astrology and you're listening to Talk Cosmos on Alternative Talk 1150 AM where we discuss the meaningfulness of our roots in the stars.
2: Find out the latest
3: about your favorite shows on Alternative Talk 1150. Check out 1150kknw.com.
1: Hi again, Souvenirs Minahan, September 26, 2021, and I'm with Daniel Feverson of Santa Fe. And we're continuing in a really embedded, full, informative information about this rich uh, the time that the United States of America declared war by bearing arms, the enactment to bear arms against England, which severed ties, as Daniel has stated, and Jim Lewis helped to recognize this is the one um, collaborative, corroborative uh, chart also for the United States. And we're talking, uh, if you've just tuned in, about the aspects Daniel's giving uh, a great those I want to add a combination so that you can go from here towards the last part of our show. and that is that you're what you're observing that's activated in this July 5th 1776 or 75, 75, 75 the, the numbers mixed up. Um, and and also where that might be leading us you know, if you tie that in together. So you were talking about uh, Pluto and Eris in this square that we've been experiencing that is relating to all of us. It's, it's occurred five times. It, the fifth will be on October 9th. The last one was August 27th, and as you wonderfully brought up, well, importantly brought up, that it's been 2700 years since we've had this energy recalibrating, you might say, our entire consciousness of moralities and thoughts and and awareness, everything from Confucius and Plato, you know, those are speak of their own. So with that said, it's all yours, Daniel.
2: Okay, <laughs> thank, thank you, Sue. I, ju- I just want to um, add, add one thing because I don't want to make any enemies here today. Um, yeah. You know, I, I started to say astrology works because, you know, all astrology works. Um, the, the way that I see the July in, in, uh, 1776 charts is that was our country's first birthday we had survived a year of warfare with the the most powerful military force on the planet. In 1775, they didn't have the cojonists stand up and say, we are independent. It took a year of warfare for them to survive to be able to say that. Okay, so so that that's how I see those charts. Those charts work; they're, it, 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 they're all valid. All of those dates are valid. We we could take the, the 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 ratification of the Constitution. There's a number of dates that we could work with, and they all reveal important information about our country. Uh, so so yeah, it's I, I very I just, much-
1: i'm glad you brought that up because actually in business and in governments there are a multitude it's not like a natal chart when you were born and, right. and even then we have other ways of looking at things with prenatal right. this and that so right. thank you that's right. yes right.
2: all right so so um what's going on now uh, you know the united states is moving through a moment that rivals the epic epic periods in history uh, the closest correlation to what we are collectively and individually experiencing are, um the early years when the 13 colonies took up arms against Great Britain but also in, in the, during the Civil War when when U.S uh, citizens when brothers against brothers took up arms against each other and and this this is this is the nature of the time we're passing through it, it's totally epic. Uh, so the 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 let me let me bring up the chart again. So there, there are a number of important things that are occurring right now, and I'll, I'll run through them, then I'm going to come back and talk about them. We have the U.S. Pluto return. Now, we, we also have to understand that because these, this, this and say the Sibley chart are only a year apart, the outer planets are within a couple of degrees of each other. And when you take in the orbs, these are all outer planets with very slow moving transits. The, the orbs overlap for nine years. Okay. It's just that this chart begins a year earlier in orb and, 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 and ceases a year earlier, you know, out of orb. But, but the span of the effect of these outer planets is the same. It's just the timing, the exact timing of the perfections that's different. Okay. I, I look around at the world today and, you know, talk about Pluto, Pluto return. People say, well, no, it hasn't happened yet. It's going to happen next year. I said, well, if this isn't it, what is it? What are you expecting it to look like? You know, I mean, I can't imagine, you know, January 6th with, with, with all these people storming the Capitol steps. What, what, you know, what, what could it, what else could it be? You know, it, 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 it my my astrology, as you said, is observation and correlation. It's not cookbook. I don't go by, you know, okay, this is what it must be because somebody said so. You have to observe what's going on and then correlate it to the chart and say, wow, the, the these events are, are catastrophic, are cataclysmic you know again you know yeah. what, what what else you
1: know what 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 can you expect that's going to happen next year that's going to somehow eclipse what's happening right now yeah, and it is vibrational just the fact you're saying an orb for people there is that 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 influence you know it's like a storm coming the clouds get darker and darker or whatever and then the rain comes because you know it's the same con idea yeah, it's right.
2: Um, right, right, so related. so so the, the Pluto return has actually been in orb since 2018, and it's going to remain in orb si- until 2024. And there are f- three perfections. We've already had two of them. One was on February 18th, only one month after January 6th. Uh, the second one was was just last month on July 9th, and the the, the last one is going to be on Christmas Day of this year. Uh, th- th- those, those are the three uh, Pluto returns according to this chart. But again, it will be an orb for another three years so we come through it. The other, the other uh, second thing that's going on, the second most critical thing is this Neptune's, Neptune opposition. This has not occurred since the uh, Civil War. It's only occurred once in our history. The Pluto return has obviously never recur- occurred. So it's kind of why we're in a fog with it, because we don't know what it looks like because nobody's on the planet who was here the last time it happened. But the Neptune opposition, we, we, can, we, we have a lot of historical evidence. We know exactly what happened. It was this huge polarity division of, 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 of uh, beliefs, and it divided the country. And it's exactly what we're going through now. The, the country is split down the middle um and you know all those all those people uh except maybe the 600 who who were arrested who were on the capitol steps are still out there they have not relinquished anything that they believe they still believe that this that the election was stolen they still believe perhaps in in pizza Pizzagate, you know it it's hard it's hard for some of us to get into their heads because it, you know some of it's a little ludicrous but they believe it Okay. I understand their anger, Sue. I don't agree with their tactics and I don't agree with what, with, with the, a lot of the things they're angry about, but I understand why they're angry because of, of the, the, the uh, total economic imbalance of the, 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 the disparities of what's available, you know, from person to person and household to household in our country. We do not have equality. Uh, this is, this is Libra, zero degrees of Libra. On uh, you know on on this ascendant conjunct Neptune you know conjunct Mars conjunct Saturn we want it stru- we want structured equality we want our choices to be equal we want we want our beliefs to to be valued equally and then, opportunity
1: opportunity that's so true yes right and and, and, and potential. they're not.
2: So, so again, this Neptune opposition has been in orb also since 2018 and also will be in orb till 2020. The two of these, the Neptune opposition and the Pluto uh, return are parallel. They're, they're, Mm -hmm. they're, they're, they're paired. They're, they're going to unfold in tandem as, 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 as a paired event.
1: Neptune is great at dissolving. So in one way, it will, that is a well it's so a wait and see. Yes.
2: Right, but it, it's it is our beliefs. You know, we are what we believe, and we act on what we believe. That's again. That's Mars Neptune. We, yes. Mars is our choices, and Neptune is what we believe. We choose according to what those beliefs are. It becomes our priorities, becomes our values. Um, the other thing that's happening that, that that I alluded to is the fact that Eris is also squaring U.S. Pluto. Okay. Now it's a little bit different than the transit because the transit's going to move away, but this doesn't, it's a nat- it's a natal placement. This is going to, this square is going to be in effect until 2052 for another 30 years. Okay. Wow. And it will finally fade away. It, but what it's doing is it's totally changing the nature, the structure, of uh, Capricorn, the, the, um the, the, uh, Aries, it, it's it's our, our choices, it's our instincts, it's the way we behave, it's how we're how we're actualizing. Uh, all of these things are are being uh, churned, are 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 being are being rebuilt, if you would. Uh, Pluto rebuilds, and, and Ares Ares mixes it up, and and Pluto rebuilds it. So and this is what we're going through. Our yeah. our, our our country, our na- our nation, the government. Um, Everything, our economy—it's all going to going through change and and, and, cataclysm- uh, and cataclysmic change. Yes.
1: A view of Eris also, I might add, is of the truth teller. So, in other words, these this question that she posed and the ensuing for the Trojan War of the ensuing war um, that changed everything, but as a truth teller, so really it it supports that idea that. We're looking as a nation through this um, purging and of, of with transforming of what is not giving us power and and will give people true power. you know what is true power? i, I love that. that
2: that that's also reflected in the in the transiting lunar nodes in Gemini and Sagittarius the mm-hmm. search for truth. yeah, it's, it's, but that's I love that. I, that and I, I hadn't seen that aspect. Thank you for that. I, I think that's Thank very insightful. <laughs> Thank you. So, so we're we're going through this Uranus Pluto square on two levels, okay. So you wonder why things are in such tumult. We're, we're 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 getting it from two different directions. We're we're getting it through our U.S. chart and we're getting it through our, through um, our, our our own charts and and and, the, and current transits. Um, the other the other thing that's happening is that Eris is also trying the north node it's sexting the south node but it's this trying to the north node and the north node itself is under a lot of evolutionary mm-hmm. pressure right now um er- eris is 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 uh, is, uh, is, is uh, pressuring and creating a, a a dissonance in terms of how we're going forward the north node is a met ma- is is a probable future the future is not set in stone the future is determined by the choices we make in the present uh, for the most part, the, the way that nodes work, you know, all too often is that the past becomes the present and then the present becomes the future again. Well, Eris is coming in and shaking up that forward movement. We, 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 can't, go, we, can't, we can't bring the past into the present. The, the, the present is never going to be the past again. We have to create a new future. It's a choiceless awareness it's almost like a choke chain mentality, where we must go forward in a different direction. And that's why these these June, January 6 people are also so fired up, because they, they also are feeling the same pressure for change, the same pressure, but you know, Uranus is an, is is a very interesting, uh, very, interesting, the, the North node is the ruler of the South node. Uh, Uranus is a very interesting uh, dynamic. Um, Uranus wants things to change one third of the people want things to change by going forward. Mm-hmm. One third of the people want things to change by going back to the way it mm-hmm. used to be. And one third are in the middle. Okay. <laughs> so, yes. so th- this, this, is what we're dealing with. This, this is what we're looking at. Um, to, 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 to further complicate matters from, um, beginning in, in 2025, maybe I'm getting ahead of the story, uh, Uranus, um, Excuse me. Oh, yes. I No, know, know, no, I don't want to get to that yet. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, in, in 2023, in two years from now, Uranus is going to square the lunar nodes of the U.S. chart. Mm. In evolutionary astrology, a planet squaring the lunar nodes is called a skipped step. It implies that something from the past is, is applying great pressure, um, must be resolved at this time. It's something that's been skipped over whether it was denied to us, whether somebody else denied it, whether circumstances denied it, whether it was too challenging, it doesn't matter. There's no judgment with a skip step. It's just something that is a requirement yeah. at this point in time that has to be fixed, that has it's to be like, resolved.
1: It's, if I might say, because I also follow evolutionary astrology, uh, that it's like, a—I see it as a toggle, like we're toggling back from the past what we came into this world with as far as that chart and where we're hopefully integrating towards the next going forward but it's not just a smooth deal it's, we're, it's really we're a,
2: bouncing back and forth mm-hmm. between past and future it's it's yeah. a bouncing back and forth and um the the the, the resolution point is always that is if you stand in between the two nodes okay Oh, yes. The the resolution point is always the one on your right.
1: Yes, that's right.
2: So if you if you have a skip step in your chart, you can look at it and know which way you're, you're supposed to be going.
1: And that's standing, facing the center, because you know, people facing, will wonder, face, yes, yes facing the center, I remember that. The center of the chart. Yeah, so here yes. it is towards the north node, we need to go on the collective, the people, each person really supports the idea of the equality of all the dignity of the individual, that through the dignity of each individual really being able to have access to these dreams and ideals of, of equality of just, um, opportunity, then we can, um, they can manifest their actuality and become that those communities and groups that can support and elevate, you know?
2: Okay. All right. Let's move, let's yeah. move along. Cause I see, we only have a couple okay. minutes. Oh, up. sorry. The, the the No, no, no. That was, <laughs> no, I, I love what you're saying. Okay. Um, <laughs> the, the other thing that, that we're moving into is that the United States is going to have its Uranus return in 2025. And uh, there is an inconvenient truth about Uranus and Gemini. You may know this, you may not know this, but every time Uranus has been in Gemini, the United States has gone to war. Uranus has an 84-year cycle, was the American Revolution, the Civil War, and World War II. Um, and we're coming up to another one again. Uh, I'm going to stay away from predictions. You know, I, I've, I, I often state say that astrology is not best served as a predictive science because we're human beings who make choices. And I've kind of got a little bit of egg on my face right now. I'm going to, I'm going to have a, a confession here because I really expected, you know, given the uh, current transits and the forecasts that I did for this month, that that this uh, this uh, September uh, 18th event at the Capitol, I did not think it was going to end up being a non-event. I, I really, I really was quite concerned that that the, the Proud Boys and the Oath Keepers were coming back to finish what they started. I'm not, I'm not entirely sure that they won't in the future but they didn't and and I kind of made that prediction and then I you know I said well, oh my god, it didn't happen. So, so I, I, I'm, I'm a little reluctant to make to make predictions but 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 these are the energies that are building up and it's building up momentum moving forward. Um, so um, where, where is this leading us is the next question um, that, that, that we have here. And I'll, I'll just kind of run through this. In 2025, Uranus will enter Gemini. And I just, I just referenced that. Um, actually, the Civil War began when Uranus was still in Taurus, where it is now. Uh, in 2025, Neptune will enter Aries. And the shift from Pisces to Aries is going to be huge. Neptune in its own si- sign is you know, kind of warm and fuzzy. Neptune in Aries is not gonna be as warm and fuzzy as it is in Neptune. And then we have Pluto in Aquarius. Um, so um, we're, we're, we're looking at some really dramatic changes as these outer planets uh, shift again. The, the good news or the bad news uh, is that there are no major transits in the next five years like we've had in the last two years. We're not going to have another Jupiter-Saturn. We're not going to have another Saturn-Pluto-Jupiter-Pluto. But those cycles, which began in 2019, are now going to play out over the next five years. That's that's the cycle that we're in. So what we're seeing is to, to a great degree is what we can expect. This is the nature of things. We're going to see tumult, we're going to see disruption, we're going to see chaos, we're going to see, you know, where hard work, where effort needs to be applied and changes need to be made and different choices need to be made and different priorities need to be adopted. Um, it, it, the, 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 the issues that we're dealing with that, that emerged on January 6th of this year did not begin this year. They, they it was the mm-hmm. end of the Civil War when 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 the South lost the war and 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 uh, and Lincoln passed the Emancipation Proclamation. It drove a stake into their hearts, and they have carried that ever since. Uh, the the South has not changed. Like uh, uh, the uh, slavery only became segregation, and. Uh, you know, there, there was there was an incident right here in Santa Fe with a Native American woman who, who went in a bar and couldn't get served. And when she said to the waiter, to, to the waiter, why haven't you served me? She was told that she was being um, uh, disruptive, and, and she got thrown out. Okay, you know, it's still going on. Uh, there, it, the, there, there is this sense of yeah, patriarchal it, superiority that, that has not changed. So, so these, yeah, go ahead. Well, go ahead.
1: it is absolutely important because it is crisis and it is really a matter of each and every person really looking at what value they realize it isn't just for themselves without pointing fingers. It's not the projection. You know, if we have that Libra ascendant, the worst of it is by not taking one's own authority, I mean, of, of accountability and pointing a finger, you know, is the, the square to... To Capricorn, um, in, for the other to point it. So there's great opportunity if we do each of us, because as you said, we're um, people are without even wanting growing through crisis. We have to. We've been isolated. We have to g- just get to know ourselves somehow a little better, whether we like it or not. And you can't lead everybody, but it's it's uh, it, n- everything isn't done with everybody anyway. There's that consensus of 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 uh, enlightenment you might say like the vibrational so i think it's a great tribute i thank you daniel um and uh i'm just trying to say because we have about a minute here that for people to um listen to your to go to for astrology evolutionary astrology and and find you and we'll return for some more uh uh, hopefully in December we'll have you back and
2: okay. continue I'd to, this but I'd love to come back just send, send, me an, send me an invite and I will be here
1: oh goody okay well again I hope people um, oh I guess we must go I can see the time thank you have stay yes
0: Thank you for joining us on Talk Cosmos, the show where Sue Rose Minahan and her panel of guests connect soul growth patterns with the energetic cycles of astrology. Be sure to tune in next Sunday at 1 p.m. Pacific time to continue your journey through the roots of the cosmic pathway.